Oh my God, is this real? I'm, I'm so nervous. I've literally done this a million times before and I'm so nervous. <laughs> We're gonna open this up real quick because I... <sighs> that is non-alcoholic, guys, I promise. Okay, Sarah, it's okay. You've done this like a million times. <sighs> I'm gonna play myself like the intro music so that I really get into the vibe. Hi guys, and welcome to the Mutual Friends Podcast. I cannot believe I'm saying that. I didn't, okay, I was really thinking this was going to be very upbeat, exciting. It is upbeat, exciting, but like part of me feels like quite emotional. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, okay. The, but the, just the fact that I get to say that, the fact that I get to record, the fact that like you guys are listening to this and you are here, we're here together. This hard work is like done. Like, thankfully this is a project where it's like quite visual. I can literally see a video or and like audio and I can see you guys like listening and watching and it's something that I'm, but it's, it's a, you know, this is something that's been in my mind, in my head for, I don't even know how long. And yet here we are and now you guys get to see it and it's like it's done. This is so crazy. So yeah, welcome to Mutual Friends Podcast. This is um, you know, if you're if you're new, if you have no idea what I'm talking about and you're coming for the first time, I'm so excited that you're here for this one. Um, so we are rebranded. So we used to be attainable podcast. Um this but this Last, uh, when you're listening to this, if you're listening on the Monday that it's releasing, last Friday was our three-year anniversary. So we've been doing this for a hot minute. Um, and three years, it, it was time for something fresh. It was definitely time for something new. Um, and so, and it did like new name, new song, new studio. Um, like guys, literally, I, I hope you watch this on YouTube. This is going to be a very visual podcast. Although if you listen on like Apple podcasts or Spotify, you'll still get the experience. Do not worry about that, but, um, you'll have an extra added bonus of having a very visual like thing that you can also watch or listen to or whatever as well. We've got lights, we've got a set design. I brought in a team, meaning my aunt and uncle, thank God that I have people like that in my family that work in this kind of stuff. Like we built the studio. Um, and I think, I mean, I could totally see us like switching things around or whatever, but this is, this is just, I mean, we've been yeah, working for months on this. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Um, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Mutual friends is, uh, this is how I've been describing it. And, um, honestly, hold on, let's like slow down for a second because let's talk about the changes. First of all, Obviously, I heard the new music. I hope that you love it. Um, this is sort of how this podcast is going to roll down. We will have a structure, which I'm very, very excited about because it's much more in line with like what I want to do and what I think like we like to talk about. So with mutual friends, we'll like start the podcast as normal. Hey, hello. How's it going? Do a little updates. We'll start with something called the group chat, which we'll go into in a second. Um, and uh, that will be like our... 
it'll be like three top stories, either in like pop culture or things that are happening right now, because I actually, I love pop culture. I love talking about new trends. I love talking about like all that kind of stuff or things just relevant to life. Like if I have a new book to share or there's something like going on that I need to update you about, or if they're like in our community, if there's just something of mutual interest that we want to talk about, that's going to be with the group chat which I loved, like our first segment, you know, we'll go through the top three and then we'll go into the actual topic of the episode. Um, These will be solo episodes. We'll also have guests. I have some guests that I've planned for in studio as well, which is so exciting. Our guests will not be really interviews anymore. You know, we're going to have some really cool people on, so we'll talk about them and who they are in like the beginning of the podcast and stuff like that. You'll learn about them, but the purpose of the guests are really to come on more as a co-host. So we'll have like a topic that we're chatting about, whether it's reading embarrassing stories, giving advice, um, like talking about things that we are over, you know, or like, you know, we're totally done with or things that we love or like anything like that. They will be much more of like a co-host than, you know, a structured interview. Who are you? Like, where did you come from? All that kind of stuff. Um, it just really wasn't like I really enjoyed the interviews where we got to just sort of hang out and be friends together. So that's the vibe. That's what's going on. Um, yeah, I hope you guys love it. I hope you guys are excited, as excited as I am. Um, this has been this really it feels like the most I guess it's been the most visual project I've worked on. Um, It's been the most technologically, like, difficult project that I've worked on. Um, You know, this is, like, I mean, I haven't even started editing yet, and I know that we're going to be doing a lot of different things with the the editing of the episodes, Um, creating a studio, sound. We have new sound. We've got new mics. We've got a new camera. Um, like all of that, things that I, it really, guys, I seriously embarked on this and I always underestimate things and like how hard things are going to be. This studio, like setting up a studio, setting up a filming studio was so hard. I was somehow so surprised that I didn't immediately understand how to set up professional lighting, sound, filming, visuals, how to do set design, how to do lighting design. Like the fact that I really looked at like I this it used to be my office. It is now the studio. I really looked at this room and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, totally. I can do that by myself. Dumb. That was dumb. That was dumb. Um, but thank God I got help. It's fine. We are doing great, and I hope that you love it. Um, So, but like, yeah, let's chat. If you guys have questions or, um, yeah, you know, I just want to hear from you. Like, we'll be having all of our stuff go out on Instagram and everything. Our Instagram is going to be so poppin'. It's going to be so good. So good. Um, I also am going to be launching uh, our TikTok as well. So please check it out over there. But come hang out with us. Come hang out with us and everything that we have. Um, yeah, and with that, let's get into the group chat. I created a really cool um, like sound effect for group chat. I'm really hoping that that worked out. Um, future editing me. Good luck with that. Literally everything with this whole launch, I've been like, this is what was supposed to happen. Let's see if it actually happens. Um, so far, we haven't been too bad. So... All right, let's get into the group chat. Top three stories. We've got uh, one personal and, well, sort of like one and a half personal, two in like pop culture news. We'll start with the number one. Obviously, 
Mutual Friends Podcast is out. Content creator Sarah Boss relaunches her podcast called The Mutual Friends Podcast. It's apparently going to be the best podcast of the year. Um, very excited about this. Very excited for Sarah. She's been working so hard. And I really wish her the best. And I think that every single person on earth should should listen to Mutual Friends Podcast. And then they should tell their mutual friends so that we all become mutual friends. Um, I also, I wanted to do a little dose of that. Everything that I told you guys before, like the group chat segment, I was supposed to save for the group chat segment, but I was so excited that I didn't. So um, yeah, top story. Mutual Friends Podcast is out. I also, for our YouTube watchers, I wanted to give a little Easter egg. This uh, painting behind me, this was not supposed to be on like the set, but uh, when my aunt and uncle came over to help me like set up the whole, like, whole set design and we were deciding like the vibes and everything. I definitely wanted it to be colorful. Um, so for my birthday, uh, one of my, the first night of my birthday party, we did what I called friendship art. And so this, you can't see the whole piece of art in this particular shot. Um, but this painting is painted by like, not all of my friends, but anybody who's at my, my birthday, like it's a culmination, like everybody painted this, everybody got paint that got a brush like at some point everybody's hands touched this painting because I wanted a like piece of art that was basically created by my friends my aunt came in she was like oh my god that that we need that in the on the set and I was like really she was like yeah no that's a non-negotiable like let's do everything around this and I was like that's so funny because the of course the podcast is called mutual friends this is a painting done by my friends so little easter egg there love good meaning Next story, Olivia Rodrigo's album Guts is hitting streaming on September 8th. I got this from What's Trending on Twitter. Um, I was very like interested in when Olivia Rodrigo would actually re like release a new album. Um, the term Guts is kind of grotesque to me. I really, I like like the dark aesthetic type of thing. I'm not really into the term Guts um, personally, but... Um, love that she's doing well, love that she's releasing new music. I think this is probably a very competitive space or a very like the music space seems to be very competitive right now, purely because Beyonce and Taylor Swift are on tour. Um, which brings us to next story. This, of course, big news. Everybody knows this. Taylor Swift announced the 1989 Taylor's version at the LA show. Um, I, here's the thing, guys. I tried to get tickets for like the release or whatever, I registered, um, did the whole thing. I've never done, I didn't try to get tickets for the first, oh my God, I didn't try to get tickets for the first like round of shows, which was so dumb. I was one of the stupid, dumb, dumb idiot pants that my friends texted me when Taylor released that she was going to, when Taylor released Era's tour. My friends te texted me, I had several friends text me and be like, oh my God, we should go. And I was like, no, I don't think I'm like that big of a Taylor fan. Like, I don't think I'm a concert goer. First of all, I'm so sorry to Taylor and to my community because that was a grave error on my part. I will be thinking about that on my deathbed. Secondly, I have been educated in, in more like concert goer 
uh, etiquette in, in the vibe of concerts. I really, I haven't been to a ton of concerts in my life. However, since that decision, I have been, been more educated. I'm a new person and I've realized that you don't actually, you like, you don't need to be a diehard to go to a concert. Um, and by diehard, I mean like willing to tattoo it on your forehead. Like that just doesn't correlate. If you like somebody's music, you can in fact go to their concert, even if, um, like you are not, you know, you don't worship them. Uh, and you, we will probably leave that concert loving them even more. Some would argue that that is the point of going to concerts, enjoying the time, and then and then falling in love, falling in love with with the person even more. Um, yeah, dumb dumb idiot pants. I would be willing to put so much money down that my Spotify like top listen artist is going to be Taylor Swift. She was on my list last year. I don't think she was top, but she was like one of them. Maybe she was top. I'm not really sure. Now my listening of Taylor Swift is is out of this world. I have several Swifties in my community that I will call to ask about Taylor lore to get educated on um, the different dynamics, like the Carly Kloss issue thing. Like I, all of this, I, I'm so much more educated now and I just feel like an idiot. I tried to get Miami. I was waitlisted. In fact, I don't know a single person who wasn't waitlisted, which is a little bizarre to me. A little sus. Don't love. Um, but yeah, so she uh, announced 1989, not going to lie, um, in my work Slack channel, somebody sent a tweet that said the cover looked like an American Eagle commercial um, or like, you know, advertisement. Unfortunately, that was so unbelievably correct. Um, but I still love her and I think everything that she's doing is iconic. And for all, you know, every, you know, as far as I'm concerned, American Eagle copied her even though they were the first ones to do it because once again, Taylor can in fact do no wrong. Love that woman. All right. And that was the group chat. That was fun. Love that. Love the new news stories. Um, I did like have some other like topics I want to talk about, but I'm going to be saving them for um, the different episodes because of course we are doing a lot of filming this next couple weeks. So I'm very excited. I hope that you like it. If you have uh, topics that you want to chat about or like news things that come up or trending topics that you think should be addressed, just literally just send them to the Instagram. Um, and that could be a fun thing where we get some stuff from the audience. So let's get into the podcast. Let's get into the actual topic. So today we are going to be listing some nostalgic things. And here's the point of this. I was scrolling and I, something was brought across my screen that unlocked a gateway into my mind that was so dusty and crusty. I hadn't seen her in so long. And I immediately was like, oh my God. And there's a bunch of things, like as, especially as you're scrolling the internet, you'll say like, oh my God, I haven't seen that in forever, blah, 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 blah. I see this as a repeat thing because I literally have a very long list that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be actually be able to address all of them in this podcast. Um, otherwise we will be so severely over time, but, uh, that, that was what inspired this episode. And, uh, I've got a list of things. My goal is that you will be sitting there watching, listening, whatever. And all of a sudden a new piece will be awakened of like your childhood that you were, are like, oh my God, I haven't thought about that since 2003. And we can just have that moment together. Um, if you are a nineties or a two thousands baby, I think that this will do it. If you were born after 2010, I do think that you're going to miss quite a bit. Um, it, you know, even like a lot of these, I think my little brother who's born in 2006, 
This may not be completely pertaining to him, but I'm thinking older Gen Z, younger millennial. Obviously, that's kind of where my demo lies. Um, but we'll we'll go through them. So first one, this is what I actually watched this not too, too long ago. And uh, I watched it twice. I watched it with a friend in New York, and then I made a friend come over and watch it who had never seen it. Peter Pan, the 2003 release, Peter Pan with uh, Jeremy Sumter. I did take a look and see how he was doing. Every, this, this, the chokehold that this boy had on anybody who watched this movie and the music of this movie, I, there are certain things I want tattooed on my body. I want boiled down into something that I can inject into my veins. And the music and moment of this movie is in fact one of those things. Um, That's the best way I can describe it, is wanting it lighter on a spoon injection. We're not talking about drugs. Let's just move forward from that. Um, But you get what I mean, like intense feelings of passion for this movie. Um, it's not the Robin Williams one. Williams one. I think that one's called Hook. No. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up 2003 Peter Pan, Jeremy Sumter. Like, this movie, and if you haven't seen it, I swear, like, you need to watch it. It is, oh, it lit my heart. I can feel my heart bursting thinking about this movie. And there's, like, a very particular music near the end of the movie that is... It's just so good. And both both uh, the Jeremy Sumter who played Peter Pan and whoever played Wendy, I don't know her name because everybody hated her because she got Peter or whatever, um, did a phenomenal job at such a young age. Such a good movie. Second, Secondly, as I was doing my research, I mean, imagine my brain explosions as I was doing the research for this episode. Bug juice. I'm not talking about bug juice like the drink. Do you remember bug juice the show? On Disney Channel, I looked it up, it ran from 1998 to 2001, not a very long run, but it was about uh, a camp. It was about a camp of kids. Here, let me look up, let's see, Bug Juice TV show. Here we go. Chronicles of the Real Life Camp Adventures of Boys and Girls. Uh, Oh my God, a Bug Juice theme song? Wait. Um, No, I'm not going to play that right now. Interesting. Um, Yeah, this... I did not, like, look up Bug Juice, look up the photos of, like, Bug Juice, the, like, cover art or whatever. This ran, of course, like, for a very short time, but I saw this, I was like, no freaking way. I remember watching this show, and yeah, oh my god, like, I'm gonna have to, like, and the thing is, like, I looked, it's not on Disney Plus anymore because Disney longer no longer has the rights to the series since it was created by MGM Television, um, which is very interesting. But anyways, uh, yeah, didn't remember that. On the same like level, uh, The Secret of Nim. Not same level, like we're not on Disney Channel, but in the same like movies, that type of... Who else watched The Secret of Nim? I said this to somebody and they had no idea, no idea what I was talking about. I think the same people who watched The Secret of Nim also watched The Never Ending Story, which we're just not even going to go into. So The Secret of Nim, 
Um, it was about this mouse, I think. Her name, I looked, had to look it up. Her name is Mrs. Brisby. Her son was sick and it's during plowing season. It's, this movie's terrifying. I don't know why this was a children's movie because it was basically, I think, this like mouse family and then it's plowing season, which literally means this lawnmower is going over and going to run over their home and her son's too sick to move. And so she can't like relocate. So she has to go find this cure and it leads her to like this pack of, it's so bizarre and dark. It is such a dark movie. And I remember something about like spiders or like sticky spider web. I I have no idea. I kind of, I want to watch the movie and I don't want to watch the movie. The idea of it, I remember being absolutely terrified, terrified of this movie. But who else watched The Secret of Nim? Like I, and I also don't know where I dis, like discovered that movie. Did my parents show that to me? I think I must have had it on VHS. Like these are the questions, like I don't remember how this came about, but some of the things that we watched, like same with Never Ending Story. If I watched that back, I don't know, something tells me that I would be like, this is not something that we should have been watching. So, okay, so The Never Ending Story, let's get like a, synopsis the never-ending story was made in 1984 okay on his way to school bastian ducks into a bookstore to avoid bullies sneaking away with a book called the never-ending story bastian begins reading it uh, in the school attic the novel is about fantasia a fantasy land threatened by the nothing a darkness that destroys everything it touches the kingdom needs the help of a human child to survive hmm when bastian what a name bastian reads a description of himself in the book. He begins to wonder if Fantasia is real and needs him to survive. 1984, Bastian Bucks, played by Barrett Oliver. Where's Barrett Oliver now? Um, he is 40, 49 years old. I don't think he's done anything since that, actually. Uh, still lives in LA. There is no image, like pictures of him as an oh yes there is what is that um what is that so okay what in the world so okay so this was in 2023 um i guess somebody found him and yeah he cannot you do not recognize this person looks unrecognizable 39 years on not only does he look totally different but he also works a completely different job too no longer acting that's clear what the heck this is crazy look up okay if you know never-ending story first of all either go watch the movie or look up the young actor so you're reminded like what he looks up looks like and then look up bast or barrett oliver and what he looks like now. I mean, obviously he looks different. He was 10 years old. But what the heck? Stop acting. I, it is confusing to me when people, like, were... They were actors and they were in, like, a very, like... Like, a hit film or something when we were kids, especially child actors. And now they're, like, nurses or work in a bookstore. I understand because, like... Being an actor is not all it's cracked up to be, for sure. It's, like, a lot of, you know, I think everything that's going on with the strikes right now, like, there's a lot of 
like really talented actors that we probably think are making bank and they're absolutely not. It's a very hard career. Um, and so I get like some people like just get out of it, but it's still completely jarring to me because like this, never ending story, the significance that that had on my childhood is insane. So I feel like this man should be a millionaire and yet here we are. And he kind of looks like the guy that works in the back of the bookstore, not the front. Um, if you see the, it's probably the image that they took of him. If you see the image that I'm seeing, he's like wearing like suspenders and I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. This picture that they have of him, he definitely looks like somebody that like does not like to talk to other humans. Um, they unfortunately gave him a photo that he does not look very friendly. That's why I say in the back, I'm not being mean guys. Calm down, calm down anyway. Okay. Um, next red box movies. And I, we still have red box like movie things up in like Charleston. Like I see them like at the CVSs or whatever. I have no idea if they work. I don't know if these are still a thing. Like red, when did, hold on. When did red box movies actually come out? Red box movie, like when, like, I don't know, like invention in, would it be invention? Red box movie. I don't, what, what when did red box first come out? Redwood. Okay. So red box first came out in 2002 with 12 kiosks and they now have almost, they have 24,900 kiosks worldwide. So basically, uh, tw- like almost 25,000. Um, so Redbox came out in 2002. When did Netflix s- streaming start? 2007. So 2002 Redbox is like, yeah, we're going to, you know, make movies cheap and accessible for the American people. It's going to be great. I'm pretty sure Redbox is Redbox only in the U S I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Redbox is only in the U.S. They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to make, you know, this accessible to the American people. This is going to be great. And then literally, what, 2002, 2007, five years later, Netflix is like, let's rock your shit. And I have no idea if people are using Redbox at all anymore. But I remember, how do I remember that? I'm 26 now, 1997, 98, 99, 2000, 2001. I was five. Okay, so like. I feel like we remember things at five years old. I remember when Redbox Redbox was a thing. I remember going to the Redbox at like CVS, like kiosk and getting a movie. I remember all of that. That is crazy. This one, when I was looking at things like nostalgic things, this one had me rolling. Trix yogurt. <gasps> I know. Do you remember Trix yogurt? And right now in your brain, you're thinking, wait, is Trix still a thing? Did they still make Trix yogurt? I think they still, here's the thing. So they discontinued Trix yogurt. Um, Trix yogurt. They discontinued Trix yogurt and then they brought it back in 2021. Um, uh, so Trix yogurt, the original set of Trix yogurt cups were discontinued in 1999, but they did release new flavors between 2014 and 2016. I'm a little confused on that because I definitely ate Trix yogurt between 1999 and 2014, 100%. But like the original cups, I guess, were like discontinued. And then 
They made a comeback in 2021 and you could buy it at either Walmart or Super Value. I'm pretty sure that's still where it is. Like, do you remember like strawberry banana and it was like split flavors of yogurt? What kind of colored dyed, like nasty shit is this yogurt? But, oh my God, we loved it. Oh my God, and the Trix Rabbit, are you kidding? Yeah, they had uh, strawberry and berry now. And then I'm looking, they also had, you guys remember the tricks that came with the little like cereal on top? Like this is, this is crazy. Strawberry banana, regular strawberry. You can also buy them in bulk. Like what in the heck? When I saw that, I was like, oh my God. And Gogurt, oh, Gogurt was not tricks. Gogurt is still a thing, right? People still have Go-Gurts. Did you guys ever put your Go-Gurt in the freezer and then you had them like as freeze pops? Like, yeah, Go-Gurt is definitely still a thing. Um, Like my mom used to freeze our Go-Gurts and then like in the summer and that was like a popsicle. Anybody else? I don't know. Okay, this I also thought was funny. So um, I was, as I was looking up like that, that kind of got me on a trail of like nostalgic snacks. Do you guys remember Go-Tarts? Like when Pop-Tarts came out with Go-Tarts, it was literally just mini Pop-Tarts. That didn't last very long. So Go-Tarts actually, um, they were discontinued in 2008. Um, They were released in 2006. These were thicker, narrow, and wrapped individually instead of like a package of two. Honestly, Go-Tarts were Fig Newtons. Truly. They were just Fig Newtons in... A different form yeah they didn't last very long i don't remember them being good now i'm pretty sure don't doesn't don't pop tarts have like some sort of like little like pop tart bite things it's almost like but they're crunchy i'm i'm pretty sure pop tart has like a like they're little bags and it's like it almost looks like a like a cereal or something or like tiny cookies that that's like the mini pop tarts now i don't know i don't know um all right Going back into toys, Webkins, this I don't think is like a blast. Like this is a blast from the past, but I don't think this is something that is going to like pull you, you know, back in time. Everybody remembers Webkins. Um, I think the same people that did Webkins probably did Club Penguin. However, I am now getting on my Instagram, like fed these like memes about like the different computer games that we used to play. Um, Like... I remember ones about like dressing like dolls up, but does anybody remember when DisneyChannel.com had games and they had this game for like Lilo and Stitch 2 and it was for like about all the aliens and there was this like yellow alien. I don't remember what his name was and it was a sandwich maker and you would use your keyboard and you'd be moving him back and forth and you'd be stacking this sandwich up like do you remember this and like with the keys just moving this back and forth and then you had to get the sandwich as high as possible i adored that game i adored that game i want a t-shirt with that game like on it like i i don't know why but that game to me oh my god but yes i was a big webkins home girl for sure um, I also remember when silly bands came out, there were, it was literally just rubber bands like shaped as different things and you'd collect different silly bands. You'd have them all over your arms. What was it with us and like 
bracelets and weird bracelets and we stacked them like I remember when like the WWJD like kind of bracelets were getting really popular Livestrong had this like yellow bracelet they were everywhere and I'm not saying like everybody's wearing WWJD bracelets it's just like you know what kind of rubber bracelet I'm talking about if somebody's wearing like a WWJD rubber bracelet it was that type of bracelet but I don't know like every business every whatever started coming out with these bracelets and you would stack them on your arms up to your elbows it looked like you were in some sort of like rubber tech or something it was so weird I don't know but we were this was also coming from the same people that were gauchos we shall not ever never 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 All right, let's end it on a banger. This is, so we're gonna go YouTubers. My YouTube people, this is for you. I'm gonna name several. I'm going to name, the very first one I'm going to name is going to be what, when I was, like what inspired this episode when I was reading and I saw this person's face. I was on like Instagram or something, maybe Twitter. And I saw this person's face and I had not seen this YouTuber probably since I was 15 years old. And they were everything to me, literally everything. All right. I tried to get, I'm I'm just going to list a bunch of YouTubers. I've tried to get like a couple different genres and I'm just hoping that this creates the brain explosion in your mind. First one for me, Grace Helbig. Let that sit. Casper Lee, obviously. Smosh. Tyler Oakley, Zoella. I didn't include people like PewDiePie and stuff because I feel like that's not like Blast from the Past. Even like Zoella, really, she's still, I think, relevant. Like she still does a lot. So, um, but like, can we talk about Grace Helbig for a second? First of all, she came up on my one of my feeds of somewhere because Tyler Oakley took a picture with her. And I see Tyler Oakley like now on my feed every now and again. I think he's like a streamer. He's got a gorgeous stash going on. I haven't seen Grace Helbig in years. Grace Helbig was the first, my first like introduction to comedy. I, and the thing is she still, I watched a couple of her like short form. She does a couple reels. Um, I didn't watch another like, or no, no, I think I watched one of her like longer YouTube videos. She is married, which is, crazy I'm trying to think how old so how wait how old is Grace Helbig now like is Grace like when I was watching her so right now she's 37 years old I was watching I'm 26 so when I was watching her she was like 27 um because I was watching her like little younger than 16 so I probably watched her when she was like 25 26 27 or whatever I thought I mean she seriously It was so heartwarming to see her on my feed because she was such, like, she was was my first love on YouTube and her and, like, Mamrie Hart and Hannah Hart. Wait, are Mamrie Mamrie Hart and Hannah Hart related? Why did I never get that, that they were, had the same name? That's weird. Anyway, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe, like, seeing her. It it really was quite heartwarming. She... And now, like, I'm on YouTube. Like, we're posting this on YouTube. And, like, I grew up with her. It was crazy. However, I came on to, like, her... Or I guess she came onto the feed or, or whatever because she recently diagnosed... Or announced her diagnosis that she had... Uh, she got diagnosed with breast cancer, which is terrifying. Um, I think that she is on, like, a really good 
path. Uh, I watched the video, yeah, where she was like um, talking about her diagnosis. I think that they are very hopeful for the, like, you know, the. I think the, they're very hopeful for the prognosis, going for cure, not just like I don't. I guess I don't know a lot about what is the. What would what's it? We're not going for, you know, they're going for a cure, not just, oh, there it is. We're going for cure, not remission. Um, anyway, but yeah, she announced that she was diagnosed with breast cancer. She was married, like, I think maybe a year ago. Um, but is anybody else like screaming at the name Grace Helbig or is it just me? I don't think I was alone in this. Um, she looks phenomenal now. She also looks the same. This woman does not age. Um, but I love her. And that it, that sort of made me dive into this whole giant thing. Uh, if anybody has seen the Barbie movie, I think that this whole like nostalgic, like we've seen nostalgia come up in like trending things and whatever, we're bringing new products back. Um, there's a big nostalgic and nostalgia trying right now. I think we're just going to keep seeing it. Um, so I thought, I hope that this was a fun episode for you to listen to. I hope that it created, I wanted, I wanted a brain explosion. So if any of these created a brain explosion for you, please go to the comments and let me know. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, that's a lot easier or just head over to our Instagram, um, on one of the, uh, on one of the reels and let me know which one of these was like, Oh my God for you. Um, yeah. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope that you like, uh, mutual friends and that you tell your mutual friends. And I, I want this journey to be, I mean, we've got a lot coming. It's going to be a very big year for us and it's all thanks to you guys. It's all thanks to your support. Um, and there is one thing about the podcast that is certainly not changing and that's the ending. I've always loved our ending. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I hope you enjoyed watching wherever you are. Please subscribe to us on YouTube and, uh, rate, review, like all the things on Spotify, Apple podcast, wherever you get your podcast, follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.